Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to episode 107. I can't believe I'm saying that of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. My name, Dusty Porter, the host of this wonderful show each and every week, specifically on Wednesday. I release a new episode. I call them Conversations with a Creator, uh, where I talk with a creator just like yourself, just like myself, in hopes of bringing out strategies, tips, techniques that can help you grow your channel. Speaking of growing your channel, growing and success and things like that, I highly recommend our sponsor this week, as with every week, TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y, the browser plugin that just keeps doing amazing things. Just recently, the released revealed their mobile app. I know I talked about it last week, but the more I've gotten to play with it, the more I love it. If you subscribe to their premium service, you will get access to that app free of charge. Click the link in the show notes. I promise you will not regret it. Now, I've got a couple of shout outs to give this week. We have a ton of folks joining us over on Patreon. As I've mentioned the past couple of weeks, I've started a private Discord where creators uh, who join me over on Patreon support me and the show get access to this private discord with now over 20 creators it's amazing conversations from how to you know do your thumbnails what are you doing with your playlist but there are conversations with youtubers literally all day during the day and we've got people from all over the world we got large youtubers small youtubers we've got creators of all sizes and if you want to join me and you know support the show over on patreon you can do that link will be in the show notes but i would like to thank travis are Mario's math tutoring composer dad Kurt H Rodney J and Sonny the new patrons just since last week guys seriously there's something big going on here and you may be asking like I told you last week why are you charging for this if you put a little bit of money where your mouth is I think you feel more invested and literally guys you can do it for as little as a dollar three dollars five dollars and you also get your channel mentioned you know during the show you'll get a special link on the website there's so many benefits that I think again it'll help you support me and I can support you as well also like to give a huge shout out to to composer dad Roberts again he's uh, left a review over on iTunes he says I really like Dusty's show the interviews especially are super super helpful and interesting. I love seeing how different YouTube creators approach their work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Also, Samuel David Miller left us a review, says, I'm only a couple of episodes in so far. I love the content. Keep up the great work. I love hearing people who are going back listening from the beginning. And seriously, you can do that if you haven't already, by the way, because the content in the episodes has not expired. It's evergreen content, stuff that will be useful for years to come. If you want to give uh, you know, a review over on iTunes, I'll give you a shout out on next week's episode. So with all of that house cleaning stuff out of the way, don't forget to check out the website, youtubecreatorshub.com. Find me over on YouTube. It's just Dusty Porter. Uh, and then you can see my website, dustyporter.com. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's conversation. I am so excited today to be joined by Dan Courier from Creator Fundamentals. Uh, his mission is to simplify YouTube so you and I can grow together. He started Creator Fundamentals to simplify YouTube so fellow YouTubers and himself could grow together. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Dusty. How are you today? 
I am doing absolutely fantastic. So I guess we can, uh, you know, don't really have no necessary reason to beat around the bush. So let's just dive into it. Let my audience know, Dan, a little bit more about yourself and how you got started into YouTube. Well, I started on YouTube probably a few years ago, probably even further than that. If you consider, you know, first interacting with YouTube, probably set up my first account in 2007, but simply as a user. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually started a channel, a separate channel called The Average Dan. And it was kind of a place where I would upload videos, how-to videos on topics where I ran into a situation that I had to fix. And when I couldn't find a suitable video on YouTube on how to do it, I would record it and make the video myself. So uh, did that for a while. And then probably around April of last year, I decided to kind of get serious about uh, growing and figuring out all the tricks of the trade and how to grow on YouTube. And once I saw that that was really effective, it kind of prompted me to think about this channel. And ultimately, I created Creator Fundamentals uh, on June of last year. Yeah, and so Creator Fundamentals is very educational, very tutorial-based, and also, you know, has some news sprinkled in there as well. What made you decide to focus in or hone in on the video side of things and YouTube in particular? Well, it I mean, it all kind of started on YouTube for me. Like I said, one of the things that obviously that I share with my subscribers and, and my community is the importance of community. Uh, back when I first started uh, to, you know, down this path of trying to figure out how it all worked on YouTube, I joined uh, several uh, Facebook communities uh, for YouTubers. So it was during that process of interacting and meeting other YouTubers uh, that got me interested in doing this. And uh, over time, as I learned the things that worked, I kind of got excited about them and I wanted to share them with other people. Um, but one of the things I found a challenge was when you have a channel that's focused on, you know, car repairs and a camper remodel, uh, you don't really have the proper platform um, or the authority to be able to share that information with people. So I decided to do the crazy thing of starting a how to grow on YouTube from zero, which uh, can certainly be a challenge. It's not the path that many people take, but uh, I thought I could do it. And uh, here we are today. You know, I love that. And it's, it's funny to me that, you know, there are so many great educational channels out there about YouTube and, and yours is obviously up there with the best of them. And so Creator Fundamentals, I love that name. Your branding is spot on. What experience, Dan, if any, did you have in video before you kind of dove into it? I know we talked off air, kind of messaging back and forth on Facebook. Obviously, uh, YouTube is not your full-time thing. You've got a full-time job. It's kind of a side hustle for you. So what experience, right. if any, did you have in video before getting into the creator fundamental space? Aside from the other channel, I would have to say little to none. Uh, and just in terms of actually using, uh, I mean, obviously we all, you know, we all dive into video in some form or fashion, but in terms of actually trying to deliver a message with video, um, creator fundamentals and the average Dan are, are certainly my um, first uh, you know, effort to do that. Sure. No, I, I completely understand. I just, I was asking that question is because, you know, your videos 
are very well put together, very well organized. It seems like you're branding them very well. Uh, you know, all of your thumbnails are similar. You know, you're you're following all of the the best practices of of YouTube. And obviously, as a YouTube, I guess you'd call yourself an edutainer is what I like to call myself. Uh, it's uh, you're definitely doing a good job there. Now, speaking of your job and doing YouTube on the side, let's kind of touch on that for a minute. Since it's not your full-time thing, Dan, what have you found to be the best way to kind of balance YouTube as a hobby and your real life with family and your real job, your day job, things like that? So what have you done to kind of balance the two? Well, uh, I mean, probably the biggest thing that I've needed to do in order to make this successful or at least head in in, in a direction I have, obviously I have a long way to go, uh, but I had to find, first of all, a time where the, obviously the setting was right. Uh, and by setting, I have a family with three dogs and two children and uh, it can get a little crazy in the house. So in order to make this work, I basically had to commit to doing it in the evening. So um, since I started the channel, the majority of my focus on YouTube has been nine o'clock at night, um, hopefully uh, ending by midnight. But, you know, there there's certainly been quite a few nights that, that ended up around 2 a.m. only because, uh, you know, I've been doing three videos a week and, and just trying to keep kind of keep the push up and actually, uh, you know, build the channel into what I'm looking for it to be. Yeah, those uh, those nine to one a.m. nights are definitely something that <laughs> that that I remember. Uh, it's one of those things to where until you can go full time, people don't understand the difficulty as a creator of trying to balance, uh, you know, work life balance and then also have a side hobby like this. But maybe speak on that for a minute, Dan, like if you want to be successful on this platform, which I think you are well on your way uh, to, to to be being beyond successful, what would you say as far as not necessarily time wise or financially how much someone would need to put into YouTube, but you know doing this as a side hustle for you right now, what would you say to that person out there who's just like, you know, maybe I'll throw a couple of hours at it a week. You know, what would you say to that person? I mean, is that sufficient? Or would you say that, you know, those nine to one to two in the morning nights that you're having, those are probably required at least at this point? Uh, I, I really think, you know, and, and kind of where there's there's a lot of things uh, in in this niche of kind of growth on YouTube that get repetitive. And there are a number of excellent uh, channels out there who do this type of content. Um, and there's certainly the push by, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, creators and, and influencers. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. And uh, for the longest time, it was hustle, hustle, hustle. One of the things that that I think is important in kind of my own thoughts on this is, yes, hustle is absolutely important. But more important is finding a path where you're able um, to have that consistency. So uh, what I try to share with people is, you know, hustling really hard for six weeks and then burning out and quitting is not the path to success. Um, you know, so if it's only once a week, I know, you know, like I said, there's other experts who have said that, you know, three times a week is a necessity and, and I've tried to fit in as much of it as I can. But at the same time, if your schedule only allows for once a week, you know, find something that's actually going to fit in your life so you can keep doing it. Because the other thing that I share with people is, um, you know, be ready to do this for a year, 18 months, two years without any reward. 
Uh, and in order to do that, you can't put yourself in a situation where you're trying to overachieve, overachieve and you're just going to burn yourself out and, and end up leaving the platform. Hmm. That, that's that's powerful. And and I couldn't agree more with with all of what, what you just said. Now, before I dive into the next section of the, the interview, I, I was just thinking of something beforehand when I was kind of jotting down some notes of some things that I kind of wanted to talk with you about today. You do a really good job and, and you're, you know, you mentioned this at the top of the interview. You're a part of a bunch of YouTube, Facebook groups. Now, you've done a really good job of kind of branding yourself yourself outside of YouTube, and the Creator Fundamentals Facebook page is, you know, seemed to be taken off very well. Uh, so what mm-hmm. would you suggest for people to do as far as outside of the realm of YouTube? Obviously, we always talk about email lists. We talk about websites. You know, keeping them in your ecosystem is always kind of an analogy that I use, Dan. But what have you found to be the benefits of having a Facebook page linked up with your YouTube channel? Well, I mean, and just even going beyond um, Facebook itself, one of the things that I did when when you're in a position where you decide that you're really going to make a legitimate go of this and you have the interests of turning it into a business that at the very least can support itself, um, the, the way that I approached it was don't uh, – in terms of branding was – when you're actually planning the branding, like when I was trying to come up with a name and I came up with Creator Fundamentals, the first thing that I did is make sure that that, that I could um, basically secure the asset on all the different social media platforms, you know, the, the Twitter handle and the and Instagram and my website. I wanted to make sure that the name I chose was available and accessible so I could continue that branding beyond YouTube and be able to secure both the Facebook page and the Facebook group. Um, but the group in general, I, I think that one of the challenges on YouTube is it's not really a conversational kind of setting just yet. Obviously, with this channel just starting out, it doesn't have the community tab. Um, but Facebook group is just a great way on a daily basis to be able to interact with other creators um, and share what has worked, what hasn't worked. Like I said, when I joined the other groups, it was it was super valuable. And uh, I made the decision when I started this channel that I would start that that group right from the beginning and just let it grow organically along with the channel. Plus, it gives me, you know, that community base that when I upload a video, I go in there and let everybody know we can talk about the video. People will come from my videos into the, you know, the uh, Facebook group and ask follow up questions. And it's just an opportunity to really build on that community and uh, help grow that relationship with the subscribers. Yeah, I think that anywhere you can kind of group up with your audience outside of YouTube uh, is obviously a great thing to do. Something I just recently uh, have started with this podcast and my content when it's concerning YouTube growth and YouTube, uh, you know, I guess you would call this, I don't know really, Dan, what you would call what we do, but uh, we're, you know, helping people, uh, you know, I always like to say, I like to help people get their message heard. That's kind of where I'm at right now in my space is I want to help you get your voice heard on a very noisy and crowded platform. And so with with that being said, I started a Discord channel and I linked it up to my Patreon. I, I you know, had people say, listen, you know, put a little money where your mouth is. And if you want to be a part of a community, that is private and you know it's people who are actually investing in something you know even though it's just a dollar or two a month it's enough to have them you know 
commit to having conversations and asking for advice. And it's been, honestly, Dan, it's been one of the greatest things I've done, not financially, because I'm not really making any money doing it, uh, probably losing money with all the time I'm spending in the channel, the Discord channel, but it's been such a boom for my community and has helped me gain trust with a lot of those people in there that I'm communicating with. And there's some creators in there with a ton more subscribers and viewers than I've ever had in my life. So that to me is really cool to learn from people. I know advice I've always was given growing up is, you know, try to surround yourself, be in a room with people who are much smarter and more talented than you are. That was kind of the the advice that I was given. And so that's kind of a, a good rule of thumb there. So let's talk about YouTube as a business for a minute, Dan. I think you, uh, you're a good person to, to speak on this. You don't do this full time, as I've mentioned multiple times in this interview, but what are your goals as far as monetizing your content? I saw a post you put on Facebook uh, just recently about uh, it kind of being a little depressing when the demonetization came out, uh, but you kind of showed a little chart there from your analytics. But what are, what are your goals as far as financially? Like, how are you going to monetize your content and how are you monetizing it right now? So the the monetization side of things, um, I don't I don't specifically have a monetary goal, but that said, I I am absolutely um, excited about the challenge to be able to put all the the pieces together and actually create a successful business on the platform. I just love the idea of being able to, you know, not being so pigeonholed and narrow as I make videos. No, I want to be able to to build a brand and all the things that 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 uh, entails. You know, I I do the graphic the graphic stuff myself, even though I'm not a graphic designer. I kind of learn as I go, and obviously made some mistakes along the way. Um, but I I do a lot of research and see what other people have tried to do. Um, the biggest things that I have picked up. Uh, by watching a ton of others do this is the need to to diversify and not put all your eggs in one basket. Obviously, uh, what you hear time and time again is ad revenue is not the uh, the cure all or the holy grail by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so I definitely want to be in a position uh, where I can grow this channel and continue to help people by uploading the um, the free content on YouTube. But um, I'd like to also be able to set up a situation where I'm able to provide some more in-depth um, type training material to people. So the people who want to go above and beyond how to get views and subscribers and that type of content, which is kind of the core of my audience, um, have a way to do that through Creator Fundamentals. And I, you know, I'm still able to interact with everybody as we all continue to grow. Yeah, diversification is uh, is definitely key, and I think I think people also realized when the whole demonetization thing hit, as well as the adpocalypse one, two, and three right? When all of that was coming down the line, people begin to realize that wait a minute, I better not kind of like what you said, put all my eggs in this AdSense basket because number one, I'm not making very much money from it as it is, and it could be pulled out from under me at any time. Uh, and so I think that was one thing and kind of like maybe expound upon a little bit of what you're talking about, but like, are you interested in possibly, I know something I'm working on now is I've got a couple premium courses that I'm working on. I'm working on an ebook and things like that. Are any of those things of interest to you, Dan, as far as kind of expanding your inventory of things or products for people who trust you on your channel to kind of consume? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've already started, um, I've already started making notes on a book. Um, it's definitely something that I plan on doing in the future. Um, I have uh, kind of a continuation of my brand and what I would like to do is, is 
probably aside from the Creator Fundamentals website, um, is uh, offer kind of, you know, at your own pace training material. Um, that'll be on simplifythetube.com. Uh, once that all gets put into place, um, you know, probably toward, you know, second half of this year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the, the thrill of kind of exploring all these different avenues and, uh, you know, there's just, there's just so many directions to go. I, I probably have more, more ideas than I, <laughs> than I can ever see through, but, uh, you know, I just keep, keep track of the list and I, you know, try to pick one and tackle it and, uh, you know keep it all under the umbrella of creator fundamentals. Isn't that the way that it goes though, Dan? Like I have all of these ideas and at the end of the day, when I get done with my working day, I'm like, Oh my goodness, I didn't really get anything done on anything new today. It's just like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, when am I going to have the time to do this thing? Uh, and so, uh, I definitely kind of can, uh, can relate to you there. Uh, let me ask you this question. It's always a really fun question to ask people. Um, what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? That's a good one. Um, probably when I, I mean, the biggest thing that I've learned, um, is that there, there are no shortcuts. There are people that, that may have flash in the pan success. Um, but what I, I mean, what I've really learned is even people who, who have that video that goes viral, um, you know, maybe even they, they get a million views on a video, that is no, there's, there's no guarantee that that is going to lead to any type of success. It's basically like a firework. Yeah. It shoots up in the air. It's really pretty to look at, but then it's gone. Um, so you really need to understand that there is a specific way to approach this and it's not just slapping videos up on YouTube. Um, you know, and that, that is the, probably the biggest part that I enjoy. Um, but it, it's the kind of thing where I wish I would have known that, wish I knew what I didn't know, I guess is a good way to say it. You know, that there, there was kind of an SEO approach to YouTube. Um, it took me, I probably had the average Dan up for two years before I even said, Hey, there's probably a way to grow faster. Um, you know, so that's probably the area I wish I, I could have got started a little bit little bit sooner. Um, I'd probably be much farther along now. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's some that's some pretty good advice there. I, I often look back and think when I ask this question to my guests, I'm like, well, what would how about me? Like what would I what would I do? Um and uh, I think a funny one that I was thinking the other day as I was going back and kind of watching some of my older videos, uh, Dan, I was like I would probably tell my older self to not sound that way. I don't know why I sound like I'm in my mother's <laughs> basement trying to hide and not speak up and like pronouncing words all incorrectly. It was just like, ugh. I was like, man, I wish I could just remove these videos. But you know what? I kind of like to go back and look kind of where I uh, where I came from. Just to continue along, I mean, one of the questions that I get um, on a fairly regular basis is. Um, whether they, whether you should keep your old videos or, you know, when should you start uploading and that kind of thing. And I always, you know, tell people that just, it's more important to keep up. It's more important to keep uploading videos than to try to reach perfection. Actually worked with a guy years ago who came out with the, the phrase that, uh, uh, perfect is the enemy of good. Um, you know, with the idea that it's better to accomplish something than to be so caught up with the idea of perfection that you never actually produce anything. 
Um, you know, so and like you said, by by doing it that way and 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 developing your craft as time goes on, you're able to look back at the previous videos and really see your growth. I know when if you look at the early videos on Creative Fundamentals, I feel like I'm screaming at the camera <laughs> because I always felt like the the uh, audio quality wasn't where I wanted to wanted it to be, and I didn't really have the understanding of how to make it better. So I thought I would compensate for any background buzz by talking loudly and yeah some of them are kind of cringy yeah yeah and I'm, I'm not sure looking back at some of my videos i'm not even sure like where was i recording these videos like for the most part you know i do tutorial and screencast and technology videos but a lot of those older videos that i go back and watch of mine are just like me sitting here and i'm just like I can just envision myself sitting somewhere by myself alone in a room somewhere, just not not wanting to actually say anything in the microphone. Right. So uh, sometimes it is OK to go back and, and look at your old stuff and just kind of see kind of where you come from. Um, speaking of technology, I am a nerd. I'm a gearhead. Uh, I also do videography on the side. So for me, I love asking this next question to creators. What are some tools of the trade that you would recommend to my audience? So whether it be hard hardware, software, internet resource, whatever it may be, what are some tools of the trade that you use on a weekly basis? Um, well, the the first thing I would say to that, just kind of, you know, considering my audience as well, is that obviously the technology is not as uh, important when you're first starting out. I know people, a lot of people think they have to go out and spend a lot of money and that may stop them from starting YouTube. All you really need is your phone. If you don't have the greatest phone camera um, or the greatest camera, all you need is natural light and you can make a decent video. You kind of compensate for poor camera quality with that bright light. So uh, I would say that, but I am also kind of a technology nerd myself. So while I did do the first 100 videos on Creative Fundamentals using an iPhone 7 Plus, uh, I have since upgraded and I'm really enjoying the process of playing with the new gear. Um, probably some of the coolest things that I use on a daily basis. Um, I use the Zoom H4n Pro, uh, which can act as its own, uh, you know, an audio recorder when you're out and about. I actually am also using it now as my audio interface on my condenser mic because, because my other audio interface died. I won't mention the brand. Um, but, you know, and then I, I finally upgraded to a DSLR and there's just so many cool things that you can learn to do with that that I'm I'm still working through. So uh, it, it's exciting to get the new technology. If you're in a position to do that, it's awesome. Um, I've also, you know, focused on doing weekly live streams now. So I picked up the stream deck and that is a really cool, that is a really cool tool that's fun to use. So, so I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that. I see where you do live streams as well. I've just recently in the past month started doing a Monday and well, I haven't really started the Mondays yet, but I've, I've been doing a live stream every Friday and kind of making it kind of my weekly thing. And I, I really love doing it. And it has quickly become one of my I guess you would say favorite things to do uh, on YouTube now. Um, and so I do want to ask you about the stream deck, um, because I know that I have been itching to get one of those really bad. So briefly, before I move on to the next question, what what are your thoughts on the Stream Deck and maybe explain to my audience what exactly is a Stream Deck? All right. So the, the Stream Deck is basically um, it's like a, an interface. It's a little box with a bunch of uh, 
backlit buttons. Now you can, you hook that to your computer and you can basically program each button to do something. Um, the biggest thing that I use it for is its interaction with OBS. So it has a whole list of menus and things you can do when you're doing live streams. Um, you know, OBS has scenes where you can transition from one to another and you can basically set each one of those scenes to a button on the stream deck. You can also go in and set a custom image. There's little LCD screens behind each button so it's not just like a static button but it actually looks like a little screen where you can put whatever graphic you want behind it which is really cool um you know but it does it does all kinds of things you can do uh, they just recently added kind of like a, a soundboard thing where you can enter uh, add sounds um i do i created a couple different transitions one of which that i've been playing with is something that Streamlabs puts out which is kind of like a little uh, uh, spinning wheel graphic that they offer. So I can transition to that screen and kind of do a giveaway based on, on that. You can do automated um, messages. And this is probably the thing that I use the most often when I'm doing a live stream, the way I have my camera set up or my, uh, my mic set up and everything. Sometimes it's a little awkward to type a lot. Having the stream deck in front of me, um, I'm able to pre-assign messages for the chat on my on the uh, live stream so I can simply push a button if I want to remind somebody what my website is or I want to let them know, um, you know, anything promotion or a product or, um, basically whatever you can think to type in chat, you can simply assign that to a button and push that button, uh, at the time that you want to share it with everybody. So like if someone's asking you about like, you know, what's your Patreon link or something like that, like you can link that into kind of like a hot key or a quick key on the stream deck and just basically really quick reference it and be able to just insert that in chat with basically the click of a button. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So th that's uh, that's a piece that you may have just sold me uh, on the stream deck, uh, Dan. Uh, I'm not hopefully my wife isn't listening there in the bedroom. Uh, but uh, but anyways, uh, let's move uh, away from gear uh, for a bit. And let's talk about advice. What would be one piece of advice that you would give to emerging YouTubers, someone just starting out on the platform or someone looking to grow their YouTube channel? You know, the biggest thing I, I think people get, first of all, people are too heavily involved in the comparison game. Um, you know, it's really important to kind of, you know, put blinders on and focus on your content and not what everybody else is doing. Uh, it's there. It's amazing how, how much each channel kind of has its own, its own life and its own path. And, you know, people can go from growing really slowly to having huge spikes and, you know, maybe they're getting more subscribers than you or they're getting views and you're not, you try to cover uh, a similar video topic and it works for one channel, but not the other channel. So, my biggest thing that I would tell people is just focus on your craft and don't try to compare yourself to others. I know it's hard sometimes, but um, the more you're able to do that, the much more you're going to enjoy this ride. Uh, it is it's great to kind of compare your own successes to the work that you've done and celebrate your own milestones. You know, I get a lot of people in forums like, oh, I know it's not much, but it's, uh, I just got the 50 subscribers. I'm like, celebrate that. That is an excellent achievement. There are people who tried YouTube who never got to 50 subscribers and quit. So you absolutely cel er, celebrate the process and uh, try to 
uh, not focus on what other people are doing uh, in terms of your success. Hmm. Yeah, it, it really is important to celebrate those small milestones. And, uh, you know, so many people don't get to 50 or 100 subscribers or 1,000 subscribers. You know, those numbers may seem small to most, but when you look at the grand scheme of things, like when you look at the whole demonetization, Dan, that just recently happened and like how much, how large of a percentage of people don't have 1,000 subs and 4,000 hours of watch time, like that's such a large portion of the people on YouTube. And so, you know, it just takes a little bit of effort, a little bit of consistency to kind of stand out from the rest. So uh, really good piece of advice there. Uh, what what do you think are your strengths and your weaknesses when it comes to content creation? So, I mean, I think my my strengths as an individual um, is both in my my career and through this is um, I've always been a problem solver. So I enjoy the process of kind of you know, and one, which is one of the reasons why YouTube was attractive to me is that I know there's a way to succeed and I want to break it down to its basic parts and understand exactly what that process is. Um, you know, so I've always, I've always seen that as a strength, the, the, based on the feedback that I get a lot of people, uh, and which may lend itself to the fact that I, I kind of approach things that way. Uh, a lot of people will comment on videos that, that uh, it's easy to understand what I'm I'm saying, that it's not over their head, you know, so it, it's broken down in simple terms and I'm able to, to share it in a way that everybody can relate to, or at least hopefully a majority of the people can relate to. Um, you know, as far as, as weaknesses go or areas of improvement, um, time, you know, time on the platform, the being able to, and uh, you know, I, I am a true believer in, in, you know, learning something every day, uh, and that, uh, Maturity is measured both, uh, you know, both individually and in business by your uh, ability to learn from your mistakes. So I try to understand when I've made a mistake and try not to make the mistake again and, uh, you know, kind of go from there. So. Yeah, and I think doing kind of the kind of content that you and I do, Dan, it's important to be, uh, you know, a good teacher, like talking about the strength that, that you were just mentioning there, you know, just consuming some of your content uh, recently, you know, as I've kind of stumbled upon your stuff, it it's definitely very apparent that you are a very good explainer of your content. And I think that, you know, doing tutorial and educational content like you and I do a lot of, it's important to be able to get down to, to take what we're trying to, to explain to someone, break it down to its simplest substance, and really just give that to the person. Because a lot of times, there's so much content out there. There's so many pe people doing YouTube education. But at the end of the day, if you can break it down to its simplest form and get across to the person that's actually consuming your content, that's what it's all about. And so uh, I, I really couldn't agree more with what you said there. Now, in closing of this interview, uh, what what is next for you? Um, you know, what is next for your channel, uh, short term and long term? What are you looking to do? Um, well, I the one of the things that I've been trying to do just from the, the general, uh, you know, creator fundamentals as a whole is, is try to develop out my website and make it more, um, you know, kind of make it a place where people can get information, uh, in an, in an easy manner. Uh, I also have, you know, like I said, I have so many things determining what comes next <laughs> is always a challenge, but, uh, I mean, specifically this year, some of the things that I really want to focus on on the channel, uh, I want to focus on live streaming and I want to get I want to get some more 
um, specific how-to content on OBS um, and basically give people the tools they need to kind of simplify that entire process and, and eliminate those barriers for people that, that, that think, you know, there's just too much involved to get your live stream set up. So uh, I'd like to cover that topic in, in more depth. And, uh, you know, hopefully one of the things, because the, the whole thousand subscribers, 4,000 watch hours is, is still well in play in 2018. There were a lot of people affected by that. Um, you know, kind of a silver lining to my other channel being demonetized is allowing me to see that process from both sides, creator fundamentals, um, actually due to the success of the video about that topic was able to meet those requirements. Um, <laughs> wow. That, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it was kind of ironic the way that happened. Um, but it just resonated with people. I, I chose to approach that particular video, um, content from kind of a realist position and, and, you know, share some of the frustration that I knew a lot of people were, were having with it, uh, and not be so, formal and, and, you know, pat on the back kind of approach. And it, it resonated with a lot of people and they kind of, you know, they, they related to it and they shared their thoughts on it. And then I immediately followed that up with, uh, another video on say, okay, you know, we had our opportunity to, to feel sorry for ourselves, but now it's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work on actually reaching these goals. So, um, I'm going to continue to do some content on that as my other channel gets close to it. And I'll be able to share with people exactly what that process is like and what the process is to get back into the partner program uh, when you finally do meet those requirements. It's awesome that you can kind of look at it from uh, from two different perspectives. Like, I think that's a, a super neat way of going about it and like being able to uh, like, hey, look, I'm here with you. I'm on the ground with you. Like, I know what you guys are going through, but also have the benefit of being on the other side of, of knowing, you know, being able to still be in the in the, the partner program on your other channels. Super, super cool story. Uh, well, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been, again, what was probably been one of my favorite conversations I've ever had on the show. Uh, I think you're you're full of knowledge and and you have a great success ahead of you uh, for your Creator Fundamentals channel and what you're doing over there. Let my audience know where they can touch base with you on the internet. Well, you can find me uh, youtube.com slash Creator Fundamentals. You can also search for Creator Fundamentals on Facebook and check us out and join us in the Facebook group. A lot of great creators in there who share their successes and uh, um, you know we share a lot of information about uh, what works and what doesn't work. And, and, uh, it's just a, a great resource to, to interact with other YouTubers. Um, also creatorfundamentals.com. You can, uh, check out, uh, basically connect with me on social through all of those things. Most of the social media platforms is creator fundamentals, but, uh, uh, it's actually at creator fundies at on Twitter because, because Twitter doesn't allow, um, handles that long. So come on, Twitter. I know, right? Come on. And guys, as with every single week, all of these links will be in the show notes. They'll be over on the website, youtubecreatorshub.com. Dan, thank you again so much for taking time out of your day to join me today. And we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much, Dusty. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.